Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, another big feature of the school summer holidays, we already mentioned uh, the mobile home, is the trip to the Gaeltuck. Central to that is the Bannon Tea, but sadly, this year apparently there's a shortage of them. Anne Guida has been hosting Gaeltuck students in her home in Spiddle since 2013. Afternoon, Anya. Hello, Sean. Hello, Anya. There you are. Hello, yeah, so, Hello, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fantastic stuff. So, th- like, you've been doing it since uh, since 2013, was it? Yes, I started in 2013 um, initially by taking two courses, Course B and Course C. Then in 2014, I um, started by taking three courses. So I took A, B and C. So that was about roughly nine weeks of the summer holidays. Right. And how many, uh, how many kids can you take at the one time? Um, I'm approved for 13. So um, my house has been measured and... Um, I have, I'm allowed to take up to 13 children at one time. Now, the, the, the process of being approved, is, is that quite onerous? Is there a high bar there? Um, yeah, there is. So when we were initially building our house in 2010, we had the idea that we would take students. Therefore, the engineer whom we were dealing with, we made sure that all our, our doors and windows were of the right calibre. And then obviously your smoke alarms and stuff, you know, you have a proper smoke alarm system. And then every two years, you um, an engineer comes back out and rechecks your house just to make sure that everything is right. So that's under the ring the girl that that is all um that all the paperwork is done through that. So every mm. house has to have those checks and then every room is measured and whatever the um, square foot per child that is allowed. So you're given the um, amount of children per room depending on the size of the room. Okay. And would they be in bunk beds? Yeah, they are in bunk beds. Uh, and is there, in terms of kind of what, what your house rules are, is that up to you to decide what they are or is there kind of a general guidance as to what they should uh, be? There would be a guidance from the college, you know, but obviously you're a mother, you're practical, you know, you're going yes. to have... You know, at the end of the day, you're going to have practical rules in place, but the, the college will give you guidance. Mm. Um, and, and so when the students arrive, like on their first day with you, you know, do you, do you kind of sit them down and say, don't do this, do this, you know, what you expect yeah, of you them and the, that kind of thing? Yeah, well, you bring them in. And first of all, you try and make it as homely as possible. Like this is their home for the next three weeks and you really want them, two to three weeks, you really want them to be at ease because if they're not at ease, they're not going to learn. So that'd be the first thing, you know, you'll start off and, you know, you'll show them around the house, you'll do a fire drill, um, you know, you'll explain, you know, what you do expect of them. You know, obviously you expect, like, you know, a bit of respect in the house would be the main thing. And to be fair, it's very easy to bring them with you. Like, you know, once they see, get a sense of fairness from you, they'll come with you, you know, mm, yes. so it is. Uh, and do you have rules around mobile phones or, or, or well, what the colleges, time is the, Yeah, the colleges have all that... Um, set out before they arrive so they know so they know that they hand up their mobile phone on the evening that they arrive to me and then they would be given a set period of time um, probably on a Friday morning at the moment that's working that they allow their mobile for half an hour so they get their mobile for half an hour and then they hand them back up there's no issues around it yeah because I suppose like in the cor- you know in the course of a day how long mm-hmm. will you have them for because the, the colostial will probably have them for the vast majority of the time yeah, so at the moment our, um, our chlorama is that they leave at half eight in the morning, they take a bus at half eight, they come back in at half four, they're with me from half four to half six, so between half four and half six, they have their meal, um, it's a three-course meal, they sit down, they relax, they have their meal, they help with the tidy up afterwards, and then I have girls, so it's all about getting ready for the Kaylee. So every evening there'll be a different theme for the Kaylee, it might be Kaylee Cundahe, Kaylee Dovogus Bon, Kaylee Nagoopsie, so whatever the theme is, they're getting, going off and getting ready for their Kaylee for their afternoon. Then they leave at half six. They return again about quarter to nine um, where we have a supper. 
and then they will have practice to do, maybe they have Oran Akhulash to learn, or last night they were all um, practicing a dance choreography and a dance together in my kitchen. Um, that was last night's activity. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends um, what they have to do. Then they start getting ready for bed, and they are in their rooms, 11-ish, uh, lights off, 11. You know, you might obviously give a bit of leeway um, and just relax. The house is quiet, half yeah. 11, and just, you know, because they need, they need a good night's sleep because they're up and out again by half eight the next morning. Is the food a difficulty in terms of, I'm allergic to this, I don't eat that? Yeah, it's really funny, so it is. Um, we had a boy now on the last course, and oh, according to at home, he ate nothing. He was only, you know, it was unbelievable. And uh, he, the mother rocks up on the last day, and all of a sudden, um, he is eating everything, everything that he never ate at home. He, he never ate a, a bolognese, he never ate a lasagna, he never ate fish, and he never once refused a dinner. He sat there, and he took what he was being offered, and he gladly ate it. It's just, look, it's just how they are. They fall into routine. Like, you know, they copy what the rest are doing. Yeah. Now, obviously, you will have you could have a child who is allergic, and that's a very different situation. You will cater for mm. them and cater very well for them. You know, that's a different. It's not the fussy eater. That's a, a very different thing. There. Well, no, of course, yes. It, it, it sounds like hard work for you, though. Yeah, it's the twenty four seven job. You know, it really is. Um, you know, it's all about the routine. It's just like any family life. It's about routine. So it is. So, you know, the college are very routine. They leave at the same time every day. They return at the same time every day. You know, there's, there's no margin of error there. And therefore, we have everything running in the house at the same time every day. Yeah. And so, I mean, and as I said, there, you probably heard me say that in the introduction, that, that like there are reports that there seems to be a bit of a shortage uh, yeah, this year, that people yeah. are getting out of it. Like, do you know anyone who has got out of it? And, and why um, did they do that? The only ladies I who got out of it are older ladies, I suppose. You know, it's just... Times are changing. Children are different to what they were. You know, it is hard work and you never know who you have in your house. That's always, you know, one thing. You just don't know who's coming in through that mm. door. Um, you know, it, that's, it is hard work. It, there's no two ways about it. Um, it is very hard work. Um, you, it's a, you're constantly thinking. Like every time you pop to the shop, you go, oh my God, will we get this now or will we get that? Will they prefer to eat this? Will they prefer to eat that? Like no two groups are the same. Like the last group I had were boys and I couldn't keep the house like, fed. There was just, there was, you, know, you were constantly buying, buying. There were just great eaters and you got great satisfaction. <laughs> so you, know, you get such satisfaction. When you see that table empty and the lads talking and chatting and just getting up and walking away and you just go, oh my God, fantastic. The girls now, this group, they're lovely, but they're just, they're, they're smaller, they're smaller appetites. It's just, it's a difference. So, you know, you have to learn how to think on your feet and to change your own menus and change things a bit. Yeah. Do you get to choose, like, whether it's boys and girls or is it kind of what you're given? No, it's what I'm given and it's, it's fine. It doesn't like the pros and cons to every yeah. matter. And so, but with, apart from the eating, that it sounds like the boys leech out of the house and home, yeah, are yeah. there any main differences? The fake tan? Uh, are there any differences between? Yeah, the, the fake tan. There's fake tan oh. everywhere. <laughs> All right. So uh, I have to stock up on the vanish now for the next set of uh, bed sheets. This fake tan is the main difference. Boys are hard on the house. Like they're rough. They're physical. Like you mm. hear them a mile away. The girls wouldn't be as rough on the house, you know. But they're they're just a different set. Like, yeah. Could you not bait? Uh, you can ban the fake tan. That's, that's... Oh, look. That's all they want now, a bit of fake tan. Is it, is it worth banning it? Is, it? is it worth bringing something like that on top of yourself? Like, seriously. So, like, how, so, Anya, how, like, how many more kind of sets of them will you have during the course of the summer? Um, so far, I'm on my second set of two weeks. So, this year, it's a 10-week um, summer program. So, I've had two groups of two weeks each. So, we're coming to the end of the fourth week now. And I have six more weeks to go. And they are two three-week courses. 
Right, okay. And outside of that, outside of the summer months, are there any kind of smaller, you know, uh, sessions? Yeah, there are. Uh, That's been very successful. So there are smaller groups coming for two to three nights during the year. Um, They're usually coming from girls' schools, um, predominantly from Dublin. So they come down for a couple of days. And that's wonderful because they... They're not so much focused on the classes. They've been doing really good activities. Um, so with Clashachamish, they have brought them out to Wildland and they've brought them to some other local um, activities, which is all through Irish. And they've got to see that, you know, there is life outside the girls. You know, we, outside the girls' house, we have the exact same experiences and, you know, um, availabilities for, you know, for our children that they would experience. So they work really well, the two, three-night residential courses. They're lovely, so they are. Yeah, actually, that's an interesting point that for dubs to be coming down to you, that it's not just about learning Irish. It's no, to it, learn it, about what the rest of the country is like. But that's the main thing. Like, you know, they need to see that, you know, we have a life down here. And, like, you know, it, through the medium of Irish, like, you know, we conduct our life through Irish. And we have the same opportunities than what other people have you know, outside the Galtacht, in the Galtacht. Like, it's the same opportunities are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And is that a kind of an eye-opener to them? Do you find when they arrive that they don't really know much about Spiddle or, or Connemara yeah. or any of that? Unfortunately, it is. It is a huge... Unless, perhaps, they may have had parents who are interested in Irish or parents who have come to the Galtacht themselves previously, then maybe it's not so much of an eye-opener. But a lot of the children, yeah, I think they're kind of surprised that basically we have everything. You know, there's nothing that we want for in the girl talks. Mm. The, so. the, when, when it's all over then, by the end of the summer then, is it, is it a bit weird getting used yeah. to the silence again? It is, it is, it is. I always say that they're like the Phylon, they're like the seagulls. Like they, you know, they, they come, the, in comes the summer with them and out, they, the autumn comes in with them. Or, you know, they leave, we're into autumn. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they are. They're, they're very much, you know, a stamp of the summer on the girl talks. So they are. Of course, yes, they would be. The uh, well, I mean, if you're if if during the autumn and winter, if you're if you're ever bored on you, you want something to do. Lots of people are texting in now asking you, can you come and parent their children? <laughs> I have enough to do to parent my own. Too. It's easier to parent thirteen of other other people's kids than my own too. That's actually that's so true. <laughs> Anya, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Anya Nguida there, uh, who's a volunteer in Spiddle. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.